welcome to episode five of Our Journey with Autism Coming Out of the Fog. My name is Jennifer Slater Sanchez, and today my special guest is my husband, Danny, as we explore the topic of the great outdoors. Um, I will say that these interviews with my family members have been the toughest for me, as these are obviously individuals that I speak with every single day. And so making sure that I'm coming up with questions and having a dialogue in order for us to share not just our story, but also kind of to give you guys an opportunity to get a glimpse into our world has not so much been a struggle, but definitely uh, pushed me past my comfort zone, that's for sure. So, um, you know, Danny and I have been married gosh, what is it? Um, 15 years, I think we're coming up on, been together for 20 years. We've definitely had some ups and downs and autism, I think has also pushed us to, um, I think just, um, pushed us to have to overcome probably obstacles that most people in, you know, their marriage that they wouldn't have to do. So anyhow, with that, I want to um, turn it over to him. I have to tell you, this is the first time that a guest has ever given me questions that I should ask them, but that's just how, uh, you know, we are. So it's kind of cool. So, you know, you have a, a real big love for the outdoors. And I mean, I like the outdoors. I would consider myself more of a city girl, but you really love the outdoors. And where does that love of the outdoors come from? Well, in the beginning, I don't think you really did like it so much, to be honest. <laughs> getting out, getting you out there, you looked a little, little uncomfortable at times. That's for sure. Um, but you know, something you're not used to. It was a change. Um, as far as me with the outdoors, it's always been something that's been in my life growing up. Some of the best times I had that I remember um, were camping, camping with my my family at the beach. Um, it was just a great time. And those are those, I love those memories. There's, <laughs> there was a lot of, uh, bad memories, but those, you know, the good ones, I like to focus on those. And I think the beauty of, you know, getting out in the outdoors is it doesn't cost a lot. So, I mean, you don't have to, you know, have a huge family budget to go camping for instance, or, you know, to ride a bike or something like that. And actually, um, you know, speaking of bikes, I think that riding bicycles is kind of a rite of passage for most kids. I mean, that's an early memory that many of us have is learning to ride a bike. And I think that through the last 15 years of our kids' lives, we have probably bought them each one bike every single year. Um, some of those were well used, some of those were well weathered and got, you know, um, sold at a garage sale or handed off to somebody else that needed it. I can remember going into Toys R Us to buy a bike, going into Target to buy a bike, Walmart to buy, ride a bike. Um, but I can't say that I was 100% convinced that Jake was ever going to be able to ride a bike on his own. I think that I was able in my mind to just come to terms that he might be one of those kiddos that might have uh, training wheels on for the rest of his life. Or, you know, I was going to find a way to have big kid looking training wheels, something that would make him look cool as he transitioned into uh, big boy, the big boy world or adult life. And I think even at one point I bought like this adaptive piece where we were able to um, kind of pony up, you know, your bike to his bike so that we were able to pull him along. But you were pretty 
you were pretty headstrong that you were going to teach him how to ride a bike and he was going to get off those training wheels. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, well, I think the reason we, yeah, like you said, you know, camping, it doesn't cost. Well, these days it does cost a lot. It's like, you gotta be rich to go out and live in the desert for three days. But back in the day, it wasn't really like that. I think that's why we went camping so much is it was just a cheap, simple, just way to get away from everything. And that's why I love it so much. Um, um, going to the bike thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been something I grew up with and I loved. like every day I would go outside and ride my bike. Um, and I just loved it. So I figured, you know, I, I got to try to get my kids to do this. Um, Jacob with his autism, you know, I wasn't going to let that slow me down. Um, just because he can't really communicate with me. I mean, there's other ways that he, he can communicate with me. Like he understands when I tell him things. Um, so with that, you know, he could walk, you know, he could do other things. So, you know, he could use his body. So I figured, you know what, he could do it. Um, so it's really just a matter of, you know, getting him out there and trying it, you know, just put him out there. So that's what I did. And, um, man, he caught on to it really quick. Uh, we started out with the training wheels. Um, you know, we, we lived on a, a street that had a little bit of a slope. So I would just go at the top of the street and just kind of let him go pretty much throw a helmet on him and just kind of let him go down the street coast down there. Of course I was right there by his side. Um, and, and I would just guide him, you know, tell him to, you know, hit the brakes or pedal or turn. Um, just little simple, you know, little guides that I would, you know, tell him to do and he would get it. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, I told him to hit the brake and, um, he would do, it. I mean, it, it definitely was a challenge. It definitely took some patience, but, um, I was willing to do whatever it took and, you know, I would take him out there pretty much every day and, you know, teach him how to, to ride the bike and, you know, finally, he got it good enough to where we, you know, I was like, he's got it. So we took off the training wheels and sure enough, he just, he started pedaling and he got his balance and he was often, often running pretty much. So super proud of myself for doing that. And just super proud of Jake for, you know, um, persevering and, you know, learning how to do that. So awesome. You know, and I'm telling you as a wife and as a mom, I was so proud too, because I mean, obviously ladies, you know, we fall in love with our husbands because the way they treat us or the relationship that we have them. But as many of you know, when you see your husband become a dad and especially a dad to a special needs kid and, and you see them having these moments and these relationships and teaching them things that you never thought were possible or you couldn't teach them yourself is like love on a different level. And, and that was pretty amazing. And I think, you know, we lived on a cul-de-sac also, which was really cool. And even our neighbors would come out and watch and they were just so impressed as well. So that was a pretty, pretty awesome moment. And so, you know, riding bikes obviously wasn't enough for you. Um, the cover photo of this week's episode is you high-fiving Jake on a dirt bike and him and his um, you know, helmet and his dirt bike gear. So 
The next step for you after, after him learning to ride a bike was, I guess, sharing your love of dirt bikes and motorcycles with him. So tell us about that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it wasn't stopping at just the bicycles, you know, we had, we had to, you know, teach him how to ride the dirt bike. There's just no getting away from that. It's a dangerous thing. So, you know, um, definitely, uh, you know, baby steps into that for sure. Um, I remember the first time I brought him out, I think it was a Sunday and I was like, you know what? Um, we're going to, we're going to try it today. So I took him out to a field close, close to our house and, uh, threw his helmet on him, his boots and his protective gear and, uh, uh, started out slow. Um, I took him, you know, I had a little course for him that he was going on. Um, and he seems to do really good with that. Like you, you gotta have like some direction for him. You gotta have like, uh, a course basically that is clearly, uh, lined out. Um, if he, if he doesn't have that, then he'll be all over the place. But, um, yeah, I took him out there and he's, he was going on the course for a while. And then all of a sudden he just kind of got off course and, uh, he just kind of took off and he was, going, <laughs> he was going straight for a, a busy street with cars on it. And I was like, Oh my God. So I started running as fast as I possibly could. could. And, um, man, I was just running until I totally ran out of breath. I couldn't even run anymore. Screaming, Jacob, Jacob. He couldn't hear me. He was too far away. And, uh, man, by the grace of God, I think he shifted the dirt bike out of gear or something like probably 50 yards from this street. And, oh my God, it was, I was so out of breath. I felt like I was going to die. And, um, man, he, like I said, grace of God, he, that bike stopped and uh, I think, I think we loaded it up at that point, but uh, yeah, I think that was the first time that I had him out there. And then, um, you know, after that, every time we went camping, we would uh, load up his bike and find a course for him. Definitely have to have a course. It's very, you know, clearly you can see that it's a course and he's, he's good. He's good to go. Um, and man, I think uh, if you could look on Instagram, you could see the video of us on there. And man, I'm just so, so happy to, it's just so cool to see him on the dirt bike with a big smile on his face. It's just the coolest thing. So really proud of that. And, you know, one thing I want to let our listeners know is that Jacob is very moderate with his autism. Um, he's not a high functioning kid with autism. He's not a severe kid with autism, but definitely right in the middle. Um, his receptive language is much better than his expressive language, although he seems to talk a lot more when he's angry, it seems like. Um you know, he's in pre-vocation in school. So he's working on those life skills. He'll graduate with not a diploma from high school, but instead a certificate of completion. So I just wanted to put out, put it out there so that you didn't get this image that, oh yeah, he's this high functioning kid. Of course he can do that. Well, no, he's very moderate. Um, and there's things that he can do and there's kids that he can't do. Um, yes. Yeah. So with that said, like <laughs> there, there was, there's times like, when I was, when I would teach him pretty sketchy. I mean, like Jacob, for some reason, he likes to close his eyes <laughs> and he actually, 
he he would do that sometimes when he's riding the dirt bike. So yeah, like he's not he's got some things that um definitely need to be worked on. But yeah, one of the, one of those things is closing his eyes when he's riding the dirt bike. So yeah, it's it's a it's a challenge for sure. Right. And so I'm afraid to ask this question, but what's next? So we've done the bicycle, we've done the dirt bike. So what is next in your your plan? Well, I think you I think you've seen what's next. Um the last time we went out camping, um, so Gracie, she's getting real close to getting her um her permit or driver's license. So I was like, you know what? We need to get you out on the razor. Um and if you're not familiar with what a razor is, it's basically a a pretty powerful dune buggy that you ride out in the desert. Uh, big suspension, big tires. Um, but it's basically like a car uh, for dirt. So I was like, you know what? Uh, we need to make sure Gracie is fully um, <laughs> experienced. So I think if we get her on the razor first, you know, get her out there and, you know, get her skills going out there, that would be a start. So I was like, you know what? Um, we're going to do the same thing with Jacob. We're not holding back, you know, we're putting him out there. Um, and of course you definitely <laughs> want it to be safe. I mean, it doesn't sound safe at all, but I have my ways to where I know that we'll make it safe. So basically, um, yeah. So when we were out there, it took a while, like Jacob, um, he likes to sit in the camper a lot. But, you know, we'd like to try to practice getting them out there. Um, but, yeah, I got them out in the Razor. Uh, and keep in mind, this thing's probably, I think, 200 horsepower. It's fast. This thing is fast. Um, so I got him out there, put his helmet on, his gear, put him in the driver's seat, and basically kind of did the same ran through the same things as i did when he was riding the dirt bike um only problem is <laughs> he likes to close his eyes for some reason so anyways i got him out there and he's in the driver's seat and i have my foot basically right there on the brake so um if anything gets crazy i could just press the brake and turn off the car real quick. So I know that. So, um, with that, you know, I'm going to give it a try, see what happens, you know? And I'll tell you what, he did really good. He did really good. He, he knows how to, um, finesse the gas basically, not just stomp on it and go. And that's something that, you know, I taught him with the dirt bike. It, that's something that's pretty, um, pretty, um, in depth like a lot of kids like even typical kids will want to get on like a dirt bike or whatever and just hit the gas they don't really know how to go easy on the gas so jacob knows how to do that and that's a big part of it so man he did so awesome with it but like i said of course he uh he closed his eyes a few times and i had to take over the wheel and the brake so um don't don't hold your kids back. Put them out there and see what they could do. And you'll be so surprised about it. Yeah. And, you know, physical activity is one of those evidence-based strategies. So I think anything that you can find that your child loves to do, I mean, we've tried it all. You know, we've done horse therapy. We've done skateboard therapy. We've done surfers therapy. And all of those 
um, ideas kind of came to fruition because the parents who started those organizations, such as Chris Worley that I had on a couple of weeks ago, found that their child had this had this passion or they found that some of maybe their um, quirks or, you know, their meltdowns were calmed down when they got into these moments of riding their skateboard or getting on the horse or getting on a surfboard. So I would just encourage, you know, you to find that that outdoor activity that your child loves to do, whether it be just jumping on a trampoline. I mean, there's so much that you can do outside with your kiddos. And um, yeah, so, you know, talking about quirks, um, Jacob has some quirks. Would you like to, to talk about that? Because one of the funny things in our house is Danny's in construction. And so being that he's around like wood and tile and that kind of stuff, he tends to clear his throat a lot. Um, and it really gets on Jacob's nerves. So tell me about that because I mean, he gets really annoyed hey, with you. I don't know what to tell you. I get groggy sometimes and I got to <laughs> clear my throat. Maybe it's a nervous thing. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Jacob definitely does not like that. Like every time, <laughs> every time I clear my throat, I'll go, <clears throat> and he'll go, ah, ah, I don't and, know. And covers his ears. Covers his ears. It, man, I did. I actually did it this morning because I was super groggy. I kind of still am. But um, I did it this morning and he just threw a fit. So I don't, I don't know. He, he, <laughs> he's funny with that. Yeah. And, you know, when we go into public, I mean, I talked to Gracie last time and I asked her if she's ever embarrassed or anything and, and what she kind of liked and disliked about autism. So, um, you know, kind of this still has to do with the great outdoors, I think, because being in public, getting outdoors, I mean, there's more to just outdoors than doing, you know, skateboarding and, and surfing and that kind of stuff. But we do like to go a lot of places. We're kind of a family that's on the move. Um, you know, what's that like? I, I've noticed with, we, we get these things when we do the podcast, it's called analytics. And so you get to kind of see like where people are listening to your podcast at, who's listening to your podcast, whether it's men or women. And obviously, um, I think more moms are listening to this podcast right now, but there are a few dads or a few grandpas or other men out there. And, you know, that's why I really wanted to have you on as well today is to kind of talk about the dad's perspective. So what is it that you like and dislike about autism from a dad's perspective? Well, um, I think, I mean, there's a lot of dislikes, um, but as, as far as what I do like about autism, there's one thing that is just so special is that just, it's just an unconditional love. There's no other love like it. Like I could, I could just lay in bed with Jake and just kind of hug him and hold him. And it just feels so right. Um, so that's one of the things, and I've never felt a love like that. Um, and just he's he's taught me a lot about myself and um how to be a good person um i think th those are some things that i like about autism it's it's taught me a lot it's showed me love how to love myself how to love others i think it also showed us that we are stronger than we thought we were yeah that's for sure um definitely you know there's trials and tribulations um going through you know, autism, like being in, like, like you said, going to in things in public with Jake, like there's man, like I'm not a very, I'm kind of a, 
shy person, I guess you could say. And, you know, to be in public and have your kid either, I don't, man, he's done so many things like throwing huge fits in front of big crowds. And it's like, everybody's just eyes are on you. It's like the worst feeling you could feel. What's the thing that you admire most about Jacob? Oh, there's so many things that I admire about him. I just love that kid. And he, you know, he inspires me every day. But one thing I really admire about him is that, I mean, he could give a crap what anybody thinks about him. He could be jumping around doing, you know, whatever he wants to do. And he, he has a care in the world. He doesn't care what people think about him. And I would really wish, uh, you know, I was more like him as far as that goes. Um, I mean, you could be the president of the United States and, you know, shake his hand. And right after he shakes his hand, he could rip a big fart and he could care less. He doesn't have a care in the world. So, and actually he probably has done that a few times. Well, not met the president of the United States, but. But he has ripped plenty of farts. Yeah, definitely. For sure. (laughs) Um, So from dad to dad, what would be your advice to other fathers out there? Um, I would just say, give your kids as much love as possible. Um, Believe in your kids. Um, Get your kids out there. You know, get them doing something something you know try to make them as independent as possible you know challenge them on things um you just never know where it could go you know once they once they find something they enjoy doing you know they're gonna they're gonna keep doing that and maybe become obsessed with it and you know who who knows where it could go so that's what i you know that's what i would encourage dads to do Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, Chris Worley that we had on a few weeks ago would say the same thing. I mean, um, Izzy Paskowitz who started surfers healing, he found that passion in his son, uh, with surfing. Um, we just don't know the capabilities of, you know, our children. So any final words for our listeners? Um, yeah, like I said, I would just, um, to the parents out there, don't shelter your kids. Um, you know, just, just get them out there, put, put them out there, you know, um, see what they could do. Like, like I said, just try to get them, get them as independent as possible. Um, just show them plenty of love, encouragement, positivity, try to stay positive about everything. Um, you know, the kids, the kids can feel that they know it, they sense it. So try to, you know, try to just uh, live a happy life, you know, give them the best shot that you can. Um, you know, just try to find that flow of happiness in, in your life and your kid's life. Um, that's that's pretty much the advice that I could give. And I agree, you know, we're, we only have one life, so we, we need to make the, the most of it and um, believe that everything that happens to us happens for a reason. And, um, you know, make that lemonade out of lemons, if you want to call it that, or just um, have the best best life possible. So thank you so much, my husband, for joining me today. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. My next episode, I'm going to talk about that finding your tribe. I think it's so important to connect with um, other parents, other, you know, people, dads, moms, or whatever, who are going through experiences like you. 
My next guest is someone who we go back and forth on how we actually met. I know how we met. She doesn't think that that's how we met, but regardless, we've connected. Our sons have autism and I just can't wait for you to hear her story. So um, join us next time. Have a wonderful day. Get your kids outside into the great outdoors. And here's one more song from my brother, Eric. Have a great day, everyone.